You're listening to Common Land, the podcast series that explores the creation stories behind protected areas. I'm Matt Podolsky. And today's mini-episode is about trail infrastructure, but not the type of trail infrastructure that you would typically associate with the Appalachian Trail, right? I'm not talking about trail maintenance work. I'm not talking about the sort of work that's done out in the woods, in the landscapes that we typically associate with the Appalachian Trail. I'm talking about town infrastructure in the towns that the Appalachian Trail passes through and within the communities that serve as resupply points for Appalachian Trail hikers. As I record this, I'm walking through the town of Hanover, New Hampshire, which the Appalachian Trail passes right through the center of town, right alongside the Dartmouth University campus. It's quite common to get off the trail um, or to still be on the trail and uh, enter one of these towns that serve as resupply points, these trail communities, and immediately find yourself sort of walking along the edges of roads, um, walking on the shoulder of highways with cars just zooming past. Um, I've been in some situations that definitely make me feel unsafe as a pedestrian. And then there are some situations where you got to get creative just to get where you want or need to go in order to get to a grocery store or to get to a restaurant. So I'm going to share a few little audio snippets that I've recorded um, from a few different towns where I've resupplied along the trail and uh, just share some of those experiences, some of those frustrations that I've had with pedestrian infrastructure or lack of pedestrian infrastructure in trail communities.
here. It's like really uneven footing. So I'm standing here on the Appalachian Trail, right alongside a busy highway that runs directly by some sort of refinery. This is definitely fossil fuel infrastructure. There's smoke billowing out of smokestacks here. There's a bunch of towers. I know that there's a lot of natural gas fracking going on nearby here. I know there's also a lot of coal mining and mountaintop removal right across the border in West Virginia from where we are. So I'm guessing that this huge facility that I'm looking at here has something to do with that. There, yeah, the smell here is not great. This is definitely the most like intense industrial activity that I've gotten this close to along the trail. Wow, just a huge plume of smoke just billowed up out of that smokestack. Gosh, that is nasty. All right, now I get to walk underneath this overpass for this busy highway here that I was walking along the side of for a while. Hopefully I will escape that smell. Jesus. Ah, that's like, it keeps getting worse somehow. I think I just walked into the pathway of that huge billowing cloud of smoke that I saw come out earlier. It's like they're the exhaust is coming out in spurts. Walk sign is on to cross. Of course, 
pedestrian infrastructure isn't the only thing that hikers are looking for when they go into a town to resupply or take a break from the life of a through hike. And uh, although this town I'm in, Hanover, has uh, pretty decent pedestrian infrastructure compared to a lot of the other trail communities I visited. It is definitely lacking in a lot of other hiker services, which maybe you can think of as sort of part of that infrastructure of the trail, right? The things that are, the things that hikers need in order to complete this journey, whether it's a thru-hike or a section hike or just a weekend trip. And, and in Hanover, the first thing about Hanover that I think a lot of hikers realize is that <clears throat> there are no affordable places to stay in the town itself. If you want to stay in a reasonably priced hotel, um, or if you want to stay in a hostel, you need to get several miles outside of town. All the options, all the options that are here within town are out of the price range of the vast majority of hikers. So the sort of result of that is that here in Hanover, a lot of hikers just pitch their tents right along the edge of the athletic fields, the Dartmouth athletic fields. So the Appalachian Trail actually passes alongside some of these athletic fields before it enters the woods and starts climbing up uh, the first ridge line outside of town. And as you enter those woods, right alongside the athletic fields, there's just a whole bunch of unofficial campsites. There was a big group of hikers set up um, right in the woods there within view of the athletic fields. Um, and I joined them. <laughs> and that's where I camped last night. Now I'm walking back into town to uh, get some food do my last few, run my last few errands, get the last few things I need before I jump back on trail. Well, that's it for this mini episode of the Common Land Podcast about pedestrian infrastructure or the lack of pedestrian infrastructure within trail communities along the Appalachian Trail. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you'll subscribe to the show if you haven't already so that you can continue listening to this podcast.